Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Those who live where they're prevalent will tell you that feral pigs are among the most destructive creatures around. And in this case, the wild boars that were tearing up the countryside of Italy got into more than what they bargained for. Usually, wild pigs root through the ground looking for whatever they can eat, and in so doing, tear it up, making it nearly useless. But last week, just over the border from Albania, a band of wild boars got into a massive drug stash hidden in the forest, some $22,000 in cocaine, which they proceeded to powder the countryside with and ingest some as well, most likely. Let's see. Wild Pigs on Cocaine. Pretty good name for a rock band. And a movie. (laughs) Also true. It's like the matinee this weekend. (laughs) And describes me perfectly, Cliff, at a buffet. What's a wild pig on cocaine? Wild feral pig right there. That would be me. <laughs> wow. What a year, Cliff. Yeah. I feel like no this year, 30, 40 years from now, when folks yeah. are talking to their grandkids, it'll be like the first rule of the year 2020. We don't talk about the year 2020. That's Nothing. Right. Nothing. <laughs> no. It seems... It's- yeah, it's been erased from our memory. It seems like every second, it's like one of those uh, TV advertisement, you know. But wait, there's, <laughs> there's more. more. <laughs> Just every day, there's more and more. <laughs> well, Cliff, I read this morning when I got to work, there's a new survey yeah. out that says that, and this is kind of sad, seven out of ten Americans are worried that they will never, ever be financially independent. Seven out of ten. I understand that. I mean, I I I I know where that comes from. Where does that come from? <laughs> now you want me to explain it? Well, I mean, there's there are some, I mean, you just there's a sense of no matter what you do, you're never going to be able to get ahead. And by I'm assuming financially independent to most people means just being ahead, not being in debt to anyone, and having savings, and you know, not worrying about, okay, I'm going to go to the store. How much, how much is in the checking account? I mean, I think a lot of people feel that way. I, I would like to just open up bills and not be scared. <laughs> no, seriously. I would just like to open up the thing and go, yeah. Okay. Electric bill. That's not a problem. That's yeah. not a problem. Seven out of 10. I had no idea, Cliff, none that seven out of 10 Americans work in radio. I didn't think there was that many people in this <laughs> yeah, business. yeah i just didn't think that i was standing in the shower this morning reflecting on the happenings across the country in recent days and how quickly things seem to have gotten so polarized and to those who would say it feels like the country is falling apart right now i'd answer you probably need to realize it wasn't put together all that well to begin with Now, if you're upset with the looting over the weekend, you might also want to check how land that used to belong to Native Americans came under the control of white folk from Europe 200 or more years ago. But this is not that story. This is a story about Greg Heft of Janesville, Wisconsin. 
that city of about 65,000 saw their own protests over the weekend, and while they remained peaceful, both the organizers and those who would think what the protest stands for of little consequence were worried about what violence might break out. In fact, Norm Alabaugh, the event organizer, told police when he planned the protest that he was expecting maybe six people to show up, but there were hundreds in attendance. And they were watched by a smaller group, citizens who for some reason thought they'd be effective backup if police got overwhelmed. And they were armed with guns and bees. That's right, bees. That heft guy brought a trailer behind his pickup truck to the scene containing a dozen hives. And he got within about a half a block of the protest before the police told him to just leave. He called them riot control bees and was prepared to kick over the hives and thus dispel the disturbance with a swarm of angry bees should things have gotten out of control. Oh, good Lord. Yes. <laughs> I've got these trained. Really, I do, Cliff. <laughs> I've got a pants problem this morning, Cliff. <laughs> I really do. Got... Really? Yes. What in the world is going on with your pants today? I seem to be having a lot of trouble with my pants lately. Well, these jeans that I have on, yeah. Okay, they're not the usual brand that I wear, and I usually only wear them in situations yeah. where I know I'm going to be standing up most of the time. <laughs> like well, in a baseball the, game. Okay. I generally stand, you know, like in a local yeah. high school game somewhere. But today, of course, I'm sitting here at Country 98.1 yeah. most of the day, trying True. to stay awake. Yes. And I wish whenever you went to buy pants, yeah. they would have like, some kind of label on them, like a warning label <laughs> of the way these things are actually going to fit because I refuse to try on pants okay. at the store. That's just my little quirky thing. I just <laughs> won't do that. Well, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't... It's just you. It's just okay. me. If they, if they go around my waist when I get home and they don't drag the floor, I, I'm kind of yeah. content with that. But if they had a little <laughs> warning label on these, like these that I have on, yeah, there should have been a warning label on there that said, butt cleavage, it's not just for plumbers. Because whenever I sit down in these things, the view from back is, is going to be bad. <laughs> so how do you know what that looks like? Oh, I, I mean, can feel it. I mean, I can feel that look, Cliff, so whenever I'm sitting there, down. So there's like a breeze on your butt crack. It was pretty well, yeah. yeah. And Can when I, the air conditioner, I mean, I know where you're sitting. Yes. When the air conditioner comes on, I bet you get a little chill on your cheeks. Yes, I do. <laughs> Way, way, way too much discussion discussion this morning on texting, Cliff, about my jeans. Let's stop that. It's getting a little creepy. It's getting a little creepy. <laughs> I, I can't help it that I have girly ships. <laughs> Agreed. I can't. I, there's nothing I can do about that. That's just. Yeah. It's just the way I came. It's the package I came in. <laughs> no. Well, Cliff, we were talking yesterday, and we've talked about yeah. it for a couple of weeks, about the world record that we're going to try and establish once we get back together again. Once here. once it's possible for us to be in the same room um, and do the show arm-in-arm. Arm. <laughs> well, maybe not arm-in-arm. Arm. But at some point, we're going to try to set a world's record by constructing a hat made from shaving cream and only shaving cream on top of my head. And then you're going to proceed to throw ping pong balls on it. And the a number that sticks within 30 seconds will determine whether or not we've set the world's record. Yes. And I'm thinking, Cliff, we might try something even simpler than that. 
Even simpler than that? There was a guy in Idaho. Okay. Just last week set a world record. Yeah. I think we could do this. 17 seconds, he yeah. drank a liter of pure lemon juice through a straw. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's pretty quick, but I think we could cut that to 15, don't you? You think so? I think one of us, surely, well, has the suction power to get that down in 15 <laughs> seconds. A liter. I think, it's you. I think it's you. I don't know. I was thinking more like you, because <laughs> I have a pucker problem, too, along with a pants well, problem. I mean, you might have a pucker problem, but you've sucked for years. So. I, well, I know that. <laughs> But if I got this down in 15 seconds, yeah, for the record, yeah, I'm afraid that my entire face would be puckered by my mouth. You know what I'm saying? It would just swallow <laughs> right. itself. It would just like draw in on itself. I think it would. Well, Cliff, I think Phyllis sent in the perfect text this morning. Well, she did about huh? the uh, sucking the lemon juice through a straw. Yeah, she says if you stick it way back in your throat. Yeah. You won't have the pucker problem. <laughs> if you stick it way back in your throat. That could be the key to our victory in 15 seconds. A liter of lemon juice sucked down for a <laughs> Going, world record. Put it, putting it deep in your throat. Yes. Will uh, solve the, the pucker issue because, you know, the sourness of the flavor. Yes. She says if you shoot it in your throat, right. you won't have that problem. And I'm thinking, that's a great idea from Phyllis. Well, there, that's wonderful. <laughs> there's just one problem, though. Okay. When you push something in your throat that far, it activates your gag reflex. Well, there's got to be a fine line in there, I would think. <laughs> Somewhere. There's like or, a... Or you can practice putting things in your throat to, you know, pause the gag reflex. Maybe there would be like a construction, <laughs> one of those little, um, oh, you know, construction tape things we could stick in yeah. there and just you know, can't go past this point <laughs> or you'll be right. gagging. <laughs> And Cliff, something else I thought of this morning okay. because of this okay. text message. I believe her name is Maddie. I believe that's right. I'm not sure of that. But I think it's Maddie. She says, those jeans that I have on are called low riders. Oh, and, they are. <laughs> and that got me to thinking, would that not be the perfect song to play on a Friday? A song that we wanted to hear. Remember that song? Oh, yeah. You remember the singer? Great... Or the group? Or the is person? Is Top? I don't remember. Santana. Oh, Santana. Okay. That would be awesome. We could do that this Friday if we can yes. find that song. I love that song. And when our wonderful listeners call in and get it right, we'll play that song. We'd, as we mentioned earlier on this program, 2020 is going to be a year we don't want to talk about down the road. And with all the things that have already happened, you may be left wondering what else could possibly be left. And the answer is... Zombie fires all across the Arctic. It was an unusually warm and dry summer last year across the top of the world, and there were some 3,000 wildfires, wildfires reported in the country of Canada alone. Many of those fires went dormant when the weather turned to winter, smoldering under the snow, and now that it's getting warm again, they're already reigniting all across the Arctic. That's a long time to be smoldering, Cliff. It is. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Who would have thought that could be even possible? Zombie fires. I'm telling you what, Cliff. When I stayed up <laughs> New Year's Eve yeah. and watched yeah. the ball drop, yeah. I didn't know that it was going to be the cursed ball dropping. Mercy. What a year. Mercy.
Cliff, you mentioned zombie fires ha- heading our way. Well, not heading our way, but they're up in the uh, yeah. North Pole area. Yeah. And we got this call from something even scarier, I think, than that. As okay. the year 2020 continues here, listen to this. Zombie Conway Twitty, a big old zombie hair helmet, staggering along going, Hello, darling. Nice to meet you. It's been a long time. <laughs> the zombie Conway Twitty is now amongst us, Cliff. <laughs> Who would have ever thought that for 2020? <laughs> well, Cliff, um, go ahead. I'm <laughs> kind of stunned. I was too. I'm a little speechless. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> was that by any chance Matt Hawking from Mount Carmel? Who else could it possibly be? <laughs> well, I, it almost sounds like, and you would only know this if you were actually friends with Matt Hawking on social media. It almost sounds like he spent like, I don't know, three days up to his elbows in his own poop. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yes. That's yeah. A- yeah, because he's apparently had an issue with his septic system. <laughs> I did not know that part. Yeah, see, that's he's posted. Uh, oh. who, what what kind of a man takes his phone out to take pictures of his own poop while working on his septic? Matt Hawking. <laughs> that should be one of our questions one of these times, Cliff, when we play No Prize, Just Punishment. <laughs> What kind of a man would do that? Matt Hawking. Yes. Is that true or is that just made up? No, it's actually true. That's true. <laughs> it's time now for No Prize, Just Punishment, featuring Tiny Tim this morning. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe not featuring <laughs> Tiny Tim. Yes, we hope that it's the not featuring Tiny Tim part that we yeah. shoot for this morning. Well, Cliff, we've got a bunch of calls in here. I'm not Already. sure which line to go for. Yes, we didn't have to okay. beg and plead today. How about, how about four today? Line four. You want line four? Yeah, let's do line four. All right, line four it is. Here okay. we go. Hi, who's this? Oh, this is Bill McCracken. Good morning. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> it's Phil McCracken. <laughs> you must be from Ireland, Indiana, Phil. Ireland, Indiana, great city. How are you today, Wade? I'm very good. How are you, sir? <laughs> oh, Ireland's a hot bit of activity over here. How are you doing today? You doing good? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, How's we're cool? doing. How's young Clifford doing? Oh, he's fine. Well, Philip, are you ready? I'm absolutely ready. <laughs> All right. We're going to play Spy the Lie. I'm going to give you a three statements. You tell me which one is the lie. One, two, or three. And here we go. Number one, Phil, there are more films about boxing than there is any other sport. Number two, the ball on top of a flagpole is called an orbit. And number three, when Disneyland opened, it had a lingerie shop on Main Street. I'm going to have to say number three is an absolute lie. Walt Disney would never have an laundry shop on Main Street. You would think so, wouldn't you? However, that's absolutely true. It did. It lasted about yeah. six months before they got rid of it, Phil. Yeah, oh, crikey. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it's all your fault that we're going to be hearing Tiny Tim. Yeah. Tiny Tim, he's not Irish. No, no, he's not. <laughs> no. I don't know of any <laughs> Irish country singers that we have. Do you, Phil? That's I'm what, not sure. No, I, I don't think so. I, don't, I had to run my mind there, but normally, no. No, I don't think so. All right. Well, Phil McCracken <laughs> from Ireland, Indiana, thank you for calling in, and it's all your fault we're playing Tiny Tim, okay? It just proves I don't know my arse from a hole in the ground. Yeah, well, evidently, yes, <laughs> no, yes. Even though your name is Phil McCracken. Yeah, yeah, get out of here. Get him out of here. All right, Cliff. The lie was about the flagpole. It's not called an orbit. No, it's called something else. I don't know what it is, but it's not orbit. Truck. 
It's a truck. It's oh, a truck. Okay. Who would have thought that? Well, not Phil McCracken. No, clearly not. <laughs> Here's Tiny. You would think as much as we've played that here lately, Cliff, that uh, listeners would start liking that by now. But according I mean, to the text messages... Always, it doesn't always work that way. No, it doesn't always work that way at all. <laughs> but it's Phil's fault from Ireland that we had That's to play right. that song. Well, Cliff, you had the story about folks getting tested for the coronavirus, and that got me to thinking this morning, I wonder if you can do it yourself. And I, <laughs> I found There's out a- you can. There is a do-it-yourself coronavirus test. The FDA has approved a home testing kit for coronavirus. Okay. Where you get to swab yourself. (laughs) And so I went to MD Anderson. So these guys know what they're talking about, Cliff. MD Anderson in Texas. I'm going to say that's the the big medical center in Houston. Yes. I remember right. That's exactly right. And they said to do it correctly, to swab yourself, the little thing that they stick in your nose kind of looks like and is designed like a pipe cleaner got little bristles that stick off of it okay and you have to set that sucker so far up in your nose and give it a few spins yeah that it says and i'm reading off of their web page you will feel some very odd sensations (laughs) i've i've seen a video of someone getting that test and i'm sure there are people listening who have had one because it's becoming more common now that's true I've I've heard and seen the video and that it's uh, it's very much like having your brain poked. <laughs> it says here, you yeah. know you've done it right when tears start streaming down your eyes. There you go. And yeah. and I thought this was rather strange. I don't know how this is possible. Mm-hmm. Since the swab, if done correctly, will also touch the back of your throat. Yes. It could trigger a gag reflex. <laughs> that's way up in your nose, Cliff, if it bends around and hits the back of your throat. Yes. That's... <laughs> wow. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what it says on their webpage. So I think I'll uh, forego that, if at all possible. How about you? <laughs> the at-home test? Yes. I... You're going to leave the, leave it up to a medical professional if it becomes necessary. If it becomes necessary. I have yeah. a, enough odd sensations running through my body. I don't need to uh, go looking <laughs> for right. any of them. <laughs> Including... That draft down the back of your jeans. Yes, because of my lowrider pants. Well, Cliff, our take it to the bank this morning can go in any one of three directions. Okay. It can go in the direction of irony, featuring the Mars Candy Company, flirting, whether to know whether you you know are good at it or not, or the Michelin Man's original name before they changed it. Which one do you think, Cliff, we ought to go? Which path should we choose this morning for the Take It to the Bank? (laughs) I I mean, I'm kind of conflicted here because I'm really curious about the Michelin Man. I don't know that. On the other hand, to hearing you speak about knowledge of flirting is a giant potential for you to embarrass yourself. (laughs) Well... Well, let's take that one off the list then. How's that? Okay, well, let's do Michelin Man. Michelin Man, all right. <laughs> and thank you, Cliff, for not making us go down the flirting path on Take It to the Bank. Because <laughs> that would be, uh, I don't know, embarrassing for you. Yes, it would be extremely <laughs> embarrassing, and I'm yeah. a good mind just to tear that piece of paper up. But our Take It to the Bank this morning, Cliff, okay. is about the Michelin Man. And boy, okay. have times changed. 
Originally, the Michelin man was drawn with a glass of champagne in his hand. Okay. And he was called the Road Drunkard. (laughs) (laughs) And my have times changed a bit now, Cliff, but somebody said, you know, maybe that's not the image we want for our tire brand. (laughs) A bunch of drunks. A bunch of drunks (laughs) driving around. But all of that... You can take to the bank. Now, Seacliff, wasn't that better than the flirting one? Well, yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) But everyone knows how awkward you are around girls. (laughs) I'm awkward around you, Cliff. So, I mean, you know, I'm just an awkward person. Be safe and make good choices. And remember, every second of the year 2020 is nothing more than a, but wait, there's more moment. (laughs) Cliff, anything said today? Yeah. Phrases of the day, start with number three. Riot control bees. Number two, you can't go past this point or you'll be gagging. (laughs) Which, by the way, has many different meetings, especially when you go down to the sewage treatment facility. (laughs) That's true. There are some doors where they have signs like that. (laughs) No, I don't want to see that. Oh, yeah. The number Hmm. one morning roadshow phrase for today, butt cleavage. It's not just for plumbers. <laughs> it, it's for morning show hosts who can't find pants to fit. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.